this bonus podcast is called The Book of Ezekiel and of World Prophecies Compared with Those in the Revelation of Jesus Christ. This is an ongoing major biblical research project. I felt led to compare the different end of world prophecies in Isaiah, Ezekiel, etc. with those in the revelation of Jesus Christ, analyzing for consistency and inconsistency. I realized when I first started taking notes in the revelation of Jesus Christ, it covered lots of pertinent details. I was concerned that it might be difficult for me to pair up the portions of the end of world prophecies from other books of the Bible with those in Revelation. I will use the word revelation most often rather than write out the revelation of Jesus Christ each time. Also, I will often abbreviate it as REV in the table I use that has been put after all my research analysis for those who would like to compare it further online. Additionally, that those verses in the table have almost in its entirety the whole book of Revelation. It's just in small chunks and kind of compressed, and I'll tell you more about that in a minute. During the pro this process, I decided to write my notes for Revelation in small chunks because it would make it easier for me to locate the parts I was trying to analyze with the book of the Bible I'm comparing. I realized that it would also make it easier for others to view this analysis in its entirety on Either of these two blogs I felt led to create biblical proof at https colon backslash double backslash biblical proof b i b l i c a l p r o o f dot blogspot b l o g s p o t dot com and on do biblical inconsistencies really matter at https colon double backslash biblical inconsistencies b i b l i c a l i n c o n s i s t e n c i e s dot blogspot b l o d s t o t dot com i have recently added another blog end of the world prophecy no end of the world bible prophecy at https colon double backslash End of the World Bible Prophecy, E-N-D-O-F-W-O-R-L-D-B-I-B-L-E-P-R-O-P-H-E-C-Y.blogspot.blogspot.com. For those who would like to see further what, you know, take time to delve into this research, read what the research had, and make their own comparisons, draw their own conclusions, or to share it with others. This biblical research project will be completed with the use of the new King James Version of the Bible, also known as NKJV, unless otherwise noted. I, will, I may utilize online sites as a resource if needed. If something doesn't seem clear, I may put who or what is being referred to within brackets for clarity. Additionally, I put my analysis, evaluation, comments, and opinions within brackets, and I will tip you off when I'm sharing that. For those who plan to access this information further online, I ended up color coding particular aspects of Revelation verses in the table to make it easier when I compare it with the other end of the world predictions. The following Bible passage is noteworthy. It's Revelation 22 verses 18 through 20. For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the 
words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. He who testifies of these things says, surely I come quickly. And that's in red. That means Jesus will say it. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. The rest of it's written by John, but the surely I come quickly, he was quoting Jesus. In order to maintain the integrity of the Bible passages and not alter it in any significant way, I sometimes paraphrase or condense things to conserve space. Often I put it. The ampersand sign, it's the and sign that has the kind of loopy and sign and instead of spelling out the word and. Additionally, I use the numeral instead of spelling out numbers or combine things that are similar. This is an example of how I condensed it while maintaining the passage's integrity. Revelation 7, verses 4 through 8. John heard the number of those sealed. 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. 12,000 each of the following tribes were sealed. The Tribes of Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh, Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin. It says the same basic thing as the original passage, but it condenses it to conserve space without listing each tribe in a separate verse and that there were 12,000 seals. And forgive me in advance because sometimes I may mispronounce some of these things. I just give it my best shot. After a prayerful contemplation of ways to share this information, I will have topics and possibly subtopics and put both the verses from Ezekiel and Revelation that relate to that topic. There may be some times that the verses may be used more than once because they also relate to another topic. I will put the passages from Revelation, R-E-V, in the orangish font and the book of Ezekiel passages are in blue. The bulk of my analysis, but not all, will be in purple. I do use the black font at times when I think the highlighting might make it difficult for viewers to read. Okay, analysis. The background information is the first topic. Ezekiel 1.1, it came to pass in the 30th year. In the fourth month of the fifth day of the month, as Ezekiel was among the captives by the river Shabar, that the heavens were open and I saw visions, I, which is Ezekiel, saw visions of God. Ezekiel 1.3, the word of the Lord came expressly to Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, B-U-Z-I, or Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Shabar, and the hand of the Lord was upon him there. Revelation 1, verses 1 through 3. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things that must shortly take place. He sent and signified by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness of, of the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ to all things that he, which is John, saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. Revelation 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 9, John, brother and companion in tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, and was on the island of Patmos for the word of God, for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Okay, so within brackets, this is the background information analysis. 
both Ezekiel and Apostle John were chosen by God who showed them special visions he wanted them to share with people, which is consistent. Turns out that Ezekiel was with the captives and John was exiled on the island of Patmos, Patmos for his faith, which is very consistent, but not significant. The reason is twofold. One, God uses other prophets like Isaiah, who wasn't in prison, to share visions with his people. So that's not necessarily a significant detail. Two, it's not significant detail in that it doesn't really have anything to do with the end of world prophecy that's being researched. Although it is an interesting background information. Fact. Okay, the next topic is called important information. Ezekiel 2, 1 through 7, he, which is God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, said, and God the Father, uh, said to Ezekiel, Son of man, stand on your feet, and I will speak to you. Then the Spirit entered him, which he, which is God, spoke to him, which is Ezekiel. He, which is God, said to Ezekiel, I am sending you to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me, and they and their father. They and their fathers have transgressed against me to this very day. They are impudent and stubborn children. I am sending you to them and you shall say to them, thus says the Lord God, as for them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are a rebellious house, yet they will know that a prophet has been among them. You, son of man, do not be afraid of them, nor be afraid of their words. Though briars and thorns are with you and you dwell among scorpions, you shall speak my words to them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are rebellious. Ezekiel 2, verses 8 through 10, you son of man, hear what I say to you. Do not be rebellious like the rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. When Ezekiel looked, there was a hand stretched out to him and behold, a scroll of a book was in it. Then he, which is God, spread it out before Ezekiel, and there was writing on the inside and on the outside, and written on it were the lamentations and mourning and woe. Revelation 22, verses 1, 11 through 17. He said to God, do not seal the words of this prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, and the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city, but outside are dogs and sorcerers, sexually immoral, murderers, idolaters, and... Whoever loves and practices a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come and let him who hears come and let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Ezekiel 3 verses 10 through 11. Moreover, he, which is God, said to Ezekiel, son of man, Receive into your heart all my words that I speak to you and hear with your hear with and hear with your ears and go get to the captives to the children of your people and speak to them and tell them thus says the Lord God whether they hear or whether they refuse Revelation two 
verse 5. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place. And when it's the part where it's the lampstand, he, at that portion, he's talking to the, the churches that he has John writing to. But John's writing this in general for everybody, but he's also writing a section of it for the churches. Ezekiel 3, verses 1 through 7, moreover, he, which is God, said to Ezekiel, Son of man, eat what you find. Eat this scroll and go to the house of Israel. So Ezekiel opened his mouth, and he, which is God, caused him to eat the scroll. I'm so sorry. Um, my computer must have done uh, autocorrect because it had earth that scroll. And it's like, that doesn't make sense. And it should, when I wrote E, it didn't make sense to the computer and it put earth. Sorry. He, which is God, said to him, son of man, feed your belly and fill your stomach with this scroll that I give you. So Ezekiel ate and it was in his mouth like honey and sweetness. Then he, which is God, said to Ezekiel, Son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. For you are not sent to a people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language, but the house of Israel, not to many people of unfamiliar speech and hard language whose words you cannot understand. Surely had I sent you to them, they would have listened to you. But the house of Israel will not listen to you because they will not listen to me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. Revelation 10 verses 8 through 11. Then the voice that he heard from heaven spoke to him again. Spoke to John again. And said, go take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the seas. On the sea and on the earth. So John went to the angel and said to him, Give me the little book. And he said to John, Take and eat it, and it will make your stomach bitter, but it will make be as sweet as honey in your mouth. Then John took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it, and it was sweet as honey in his mouth, but when he had eaten it, his stomach became bitter. He said to John, You must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. Revelation 3, verses 15 through 18. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I would vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with salve that you may see. Ezekiel 3 verses 16 through 21. Now it came to pass at the end of 17 days that the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel saying, Son of man. I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear a word from my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, you shall surely die and you give him no warning nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life. That same wicked man shall die in his iniquity with his blood. I will require at your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked and he does not turn from his wickedness nor his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity. 
but you have delivered your soul. Again, when a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die because you did not give him warning. He shall die in his sin and his righteousness, which he has done, shall not be remembered, but his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the righteous man that the righteous should not sin and he does not sin, he shall surely live because he took warning. Also, you will have delivered your soul. Revelation 21 verse 8. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Revelation 22, 7. This is in red print because it's uh, Jesus is saying this. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Revelation 21, verse 6. He said to John, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give the fountain of water of life freely to him who thirsts. Within brackets, this is an important information analysis. Both the books of Ezekiel and Revelation are consistent in that God wanted both the Apostle John and Ezekiel to share information and encourage people to change from their evil ways so that they might have salvation. The book of Ezekiel is focused on sharing God's information to save current generations of this time from imminent destruction which has eternal consequence revelation is focused on the apostle john sharing god's information to save current and future generations from end of world destruction which has an eternal consequence are these inconsistencies not at all they are very consistent down to the point that in revelation the apostle john was asked to eat the scrolls that were sweet in his mouth a bitter in his stomach, as was Ezekiel. The next topic, salvation through Jesus. Revelation 1, verses 7 through 8. He, which is Christ, is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, and they who pierced him, even they who pierced him. All the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord who is and was and is to come, and who is to come, the Almighty. Revelation 3, verses 19 through 22. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him, and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on the, my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Ezekiel 34, verses 15 through 16. I will feed my flock, and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek what was lost and bring back what was driven away, bind up the broken and strengthen that that was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong and feed them in judgment. Revelation 5, verse 9, and they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God. And they're speaking of Jesus Christ. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Revelation 21, verses 7, verse 7, he who overcomes shall inherit all things. I will be his God and he shall be my son. Ezekiel 34 verses 20 through 22. Therefore, thus says the Lord, 
to them, Behold, I myself will judge between the fat and the lean sheep, because you have pushed with side and shoulder, but at all the weak ones with your horns and scattered them abroad. Therefore, I will save my flock, and they shall no longer be prey, and I will judge between the sheep and the sheep. Revelation 5, verse 11 through 12. Then John heard the voice of many angels, living creatures, and elders around the throne, and the number of them was one, 10,000 times 10,000 plus thousands and thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Revelation 7, verse 9 through 12. After these, John saw a great multitude, which no one could number of all nations, tribes, people, and tongues, standing before the throne, before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palm branches. In their hands, they were crying with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. So this passage is really significant. So I have to share this with you. It is, it, it doesn't just say the Israelites came to heaven. It's saying that John saw great multitudes, which no one can number of all nations, tribes, peoples, languages, and tongues. And so that doesn't mean it's just safe for the Israelites, although in, early in the Bible you hear that with being a promised people and going to the promised land. But anybody who believes in Jesus as their Lord and Savior can come to heaven. Okay, Revelation 2, verses 16 through 17. Repent or else I will come to you quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. So the Spirit says to the churches, to him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat and I will give them a white stone. And on this stone a new name written which no man knows except him who receives it. Revelation 2 verses 25 through 29. But hold fast what you have till I come. And he who overcomes and sees my works until the end. To him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessel, as I also have received from my father, and I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Revelation 3, verses 7 through 8. John writes to the church of Philadelphia for the Holy Spirit. These things says he who is holy, he who is true. He who is, who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. I, Jesus, know your works. I set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have a, you have a little strength, have kept, for you have a little strength, have kept my word and have not denied my name. Revelation 3, which it verses 10 through 13 because you have kept my command to persevere i also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth behold i am coming quickly hold fast what you have that no one may take your crown he who overcomes i will make him a pillar in the temple of my god and he shall go out no more i will write on him the name of my god and and the name of the, my, the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which 
will come down out of heaven from my God, and I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Revelation 3, verses 19 through 22. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and, op and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. So you hear this verse, passage and you think, I just heard that. But it, it pertained to the important information earlier, so that's why it's in a couple places. Revelation 2, verses 8 through 11, John should write to the angel of the church of Smyrna from the first and the last who was dead and came to life. I really think that was Revelation 2, verse 8. I just didn't pick out through 11. Revelation 7, verses 13 through 14, one of the elders answered John, saying, Who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? John told them that they didn't know. So he, which is the angel, told John, They are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed the robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Revelation 1, verses 17 through 18, when he saw Jesus, John fell at his feet as if dead, but the but Jesus laid his right hand on him, saying, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. Revelation 12, verses 10 through 17. John heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night and has been cast down and they overcame him by the blood him which is satan they overcame him by the blood of the lamb by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives until death that means they were willing to give their lives for god if they just have different way of wording things okay within brackets salvation through jesus analysis although although there are a wealth of passages about salvation through Jesus and Revelation. There were only two passages in Ezekiel that related to him saying he will save his flock. Is it significant that there are only two passages in the book of Ezekiel? No, it isn't. Sure, it would have been nice to have more passages since it's a significant topic, but two is enough. The next topic is about heaven. Ezekiel 10 verses 2 through 5. Then he, which is God, spoke to the man clothed with linen and said, Go in among the wheels under the cherub. Fill your hands with coals of fire from among the cherubim and scatter them over the city. He went in as I watched. Now the cherubim were standing on the south side of the temple when the man went in and the cloud filled the inner court. Then the glory of the Lord went up from the cherub and paused over the threshold of the temple and the house was filled with a cloud and the court was full of brightness of the Lord's glory. The sound of the wings of the cherubim was heard even in the outer court like the voice of Almighty God when he speaks. Revelation 21 verses 1 through 8. John saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. 
than I, which is John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. He heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. He said to John, Write, for these words are true and faithful. He said to John, It is done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of water of the life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Ezekiel 1.22, the likeness of the firmament above the heads of the living creatures was like the color of an awesome crystal stretched out over their heads. Revelation 4, verses 1 through 6, John saw a door standing open in heaven. The first voice he heard was like a trumpet speaking with him, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. He was immediately in the spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven. One sat, and one sat on the throne. He who sat on there was like jasper and sardius stone in appearance, and there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were 24 thrones and John saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white robes and they had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne, there was a sea of glass and the, in the midst of the throne around the, and around about the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. Ezekiel 1, 25 through 26. A voice came from above the firmament that was over, and I have within brackets, the heads of the four living creatures. Whenever they stood, they let down their wings. Above the firmament, above, over their heads, was the likeness of a throne in appearance like a sapphire stone. On the likeness of the throne was a likeness with the appearance of a man high above it. Revelation 3, verses 4 through 6. I have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, because they are worthy. He who overcomes will be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Lord, what the Spirit says to the churches. Ezekiel 10, verse 1. Ezekiel looked, and there in the firmament that was above the head of the cherubim, there appeared something like a sapphire stone having the appearance of the likeness of a throne. Revelation 21, verses 9 through 27. One of the angels who had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came to John and talked with him, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. He carried John away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed him the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like jasper stone, clear as crystal. She had a great and high wall with 12 gates and 12 angels at the gates, and the names were written on them, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of 
Israel. Three gates on the east, three gates on the north, three gates on the south, three gates on the west. The wall of the city had 12 foundations. On them were the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. He who talked with John had a gold reed to measure the city, its gates and its wall. The city is laid out as a square. Its length is as great as its breadth. John measured the city with a reed, 12,000 furlongs. Its length, breadth, and height are equal. He measured its wall, 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of an angel. The construction of its wall as jasper in the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundation of the wall of the city was were foundations of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth um, emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh crystal white, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth cryoprase, C-H, R-Y-S-O-P-R-A-S-E, cryoprase, 11 jasmines, and the 12th amethyst. The 12 gates were 12 pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl. The street of the city was pure gold, the trans, like transparent glass. He saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of the sun of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. The nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor to it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. They shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. There shall be no means. There shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Ezekiel 40, verses 1 through 5, in the 25th year of our captivity at the beginning of the year, on the 10th day of the month, in the 14th year after the city was captured, on the very same day, the hand of the Lord was upon Ezekiel, and he took him there. In the visions of God, he took him into the land of Israel and set him on a very high mountain. On it toward the south was something like the structure of a city. He took him there, and behold, there was a man whose appearance was like the appearance of bronze. He had a line of flax and a measuring rod in his hand, and he stood in the gateway. The man said to Ezekiel, Son of man, look with your eyes and hear with your ears and fix your mind on everything I show you. For you were brought here so that I might show you, show them to you. Declare to the house of Israel everything you see. Now there was a wall all around the outside of the temple. The man's hand was a measuring rod, six cubits long, each being a cubit and a handbreadth. And he measured the width of the wall structure, one rod, and the height one rod, etc. There are four pages giving the dimensions, so I cut it off here because they aren't as significant about the end of world prophecy. It just shows it's consistent in that the, he, the angel had Ezekiel measure. Revelation 22, 
verses 1 through 7, he, which is the angel, showed John a pure river, a water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and the Lamb, and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street, and on either side of the river, was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. There shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They shall need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Then he said to John, These words are the faithful, are faithful and true. The Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Ezekiel 47, verses 1 through 5. Then he, which is the angel, brought Ezekiel back to the door of the temple, and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple, south of the altar. He brought me out, he, which is Ezekiel, out by the water of the north gate, and led him around on the outside of the outer gate that faces east, and there was water running out of the right side. And when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits, and he brought Ezekiel through the waters. The water came up to his ankles. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought him through the waters. The water came up to his knees. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought Ezekiel through the water came up to his waist, and again he measured 1,000, and it was a river that he could not cross, for the water was too deep, water in which one must swim, a river that could not be crossed. Revelation 3, 10, verses 10 through 13, because you have kept, kept my command to persevere, I will also keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who will dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which will come down out of heaven from God. I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Revelation 7 verses 15 through 17. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night. In this temple he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. They shall neither hunger nor thirst anymore. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat for the lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to the living fountains of water. And God shall wipe away every tear from their eyes. Ezekiel 34 verses 15 through 16. I will feed my flock and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek what was lost and bring back that which, bring back what was driven away. Bind up the broken and strengthen what was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong and feed them in judgment. Revelation 11 verse 19. Then the temple of God was opened in heaven and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. There were lightnings and noises, thunderings, and an earthquake and great hail. 
Revelation 19, verses 14 through 16, the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he should strike the nations. He himself who ruled them with a rod of iron, he himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of the almighty God. He has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Okay, um, within brackets, about heaven analysis. Both the books of Ezekiel and Revelation are consistent in describing heaven, although some one book might describe more of certain aspects than the other. They're still consistent in what they say. Okay, the next topic is description of heavenly beings, and the first subtopic is living creatures. Uh, Ezekiel 1 verses 4 through 21. Then Ezekiel looked and looked and behold, a whirlwind was coming out of the north, a great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself, and brightness was all around it and radiating out of its midst like the color of amber out of the midst of the fire. Also from within it came the likeness of four living creatures. They had the likeness of a man. Each one had four faces and each had four wings. Their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the soles of calves' feet. They sparkled like the color of burnished bronze. The hands of men were under their wings on their four sides, and, on, and each of the four had faces and wings. Their wings touched one another. The creatures did not turn when they went, but each one went straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, each had the face of a man, a face of a lion, and on the right side, each had the face of an ox. And on the left side, each had the face of an eagle. Their wings stretched forward, upward. Two wings on each one touched one another and two covered their bodies. Each one went straight forward. They went wherever the spirit wanted to go. And they did not turn when they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, like the appearance of torches going back and forth across the living creatures. The fire was bright, and out of the fire went lightning. The living creatures ran back and forth in appearance like a flash of lightning. As he looked at the living creatures, a wheel was on the earth beside each living creature with its four faces, the appearance of the, the, four, the, appearance of the wheels, and their workings was like the color of barrel, and all four had the same likeness. The wheels... The appearance of their workings was, as it were, a wheel in the middle of it, a wheel in the middle of a wheel. Then they moved. They were went toward one, any one of the four directions, and they did not turn aside when they went. As for their rims, and I think he's talking about the rims of the wheels because he says something about it at another point. Um, they were so high, they were awesome, and their rims were full of eyes all around the four of them. When the living creatures went, the wheels went beside them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. Wherefore, the spirit wanted to go wherever the spirit wanted to go. They went because there, the spirit went and the wheels were lifted together with them. For the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheel. Revelation 4 verse 6. Before the throne, there was a sea of glass, and in the midst of the throne and around about the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and back. 
Ezekiel 1, verse 23. And under the firmament, their wings spread out straight one toward another. Each one had two which covered one side, and each one had two which covered the other side of the body. Revelation 4, verses 7 through 11. The first living creature was like a lion, the second living creature like a calf, the third living creature had a face of a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. Ezekiel 1, 24, when, the, when they, which is the living creatures, went, Ezekiel heard the noise of many waters like the voice of the Almighty, a tumult like the noise of an army. When they stood still, they let down their wings. Revelation 5, verses 11 through 12, then John heard the voice of many angels, living creatures and elders around about the throne. The number of, of them was 10,000 times 10,000 plus thousands and thousands, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Okay, within brackets, the living creature analysis. This was so amazing. Ezekiel includes so much detailed information about the four living creatures. The information in Revelation is consistent with the book of Ezekiel. They had four faces. One of, was of a man, one was of a lion, one was, they said, one said a calf, one said an ox, but they're same animal. And one was like a flying eagle. Revelation said that the living creatures were full of eyes in front and back. And Ezekiel described their wheels and rims that were full of eyes all around the four of them. Also, both books of the Bible are consistent in the wings of the four living creatures, but Ezekiel adds much more detailed information about how they moved, etc. Okay, the next subtopic is angel information. Revelation 10, verses 1 through 11, John saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was on his head. His face was like the sun and his feet like pillars of fire. He had a little book open in his hand and he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land and cried with a loud voice as when lions roar, when a lion roars. When he cried out, seven thunders uttered their voices. Ezekiel 10 verse 1, Ezekiel looked at and there in the firmament that was above the head of the cherubim, there appeared something like a sapphire stone having the appearance of the likeness of a throne. Revelation 5, verse 2, then he saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? Ezekiel 3, now the glory of God of Israel had gone up from the cherub where it had been to the threshold of the temple, and he called to the man clothed with linen, who had the writer's inkhorn at his side. Revelation 5, verse 11 through 12. Then John heard the voice of many angels, living creatures, and elders around the throne, and the numbers of them was 10,000 times 10,000, thousands and thousands, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom. And strength and honor and glory and blessing. Ezekiel 10 verses 2 through 5, then he which is God spoke to the man clothed with linen and said, go in among the wheels under the cherub, fill your hands with coals of fire from among the cherub, them and scatter them over the city. He went in as I watched. Now the cherubim were standing on the south side of the temple when the man went in and the cloud filled the inner court. Then the glory of the Lord went up from the cherub paused and paused over the threshold of the temple and the house was filled with a cloud 
and the court was full of brightness of the Lord's glory. The sound of the wings of the cherubim was heard even in the outer court, like the voice of Almighty God when he speaks. Revelation 7, verse 1. After these things, John saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, sea, or any tree. Revelation 22, verses 8 through 9. Now I, John, saw and heard these things and fell down to worship before the feet of an angel who showed him these things. He said to me, See that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant and of your brethren, the prophets, and those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. Ezekiel 10, verses 6 through 22. Then it appeared when he, which is God, commanded the man clothed in linen, saying, Take fire from among the wheels, from among the cherubim. Then he went and stood beside the wheels. The cherub stretched out his hand from among the cherubim to the fire and took some of it and put it into the hands of the man clothed with linen, who took it and went out. The cherubim appeared to have the form of a man's hand under their wings. Then I looked. There were four wheels by the cherubim, one wheel by one cherub and another wheel by each other cherub. The wheels appeared to have the color of the color of a barrel stone. As for their appearance, all four looked alike as it were a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When they went, they went toward any of, of their four directions. They did not turn aside when they went, but they followed in direction the head was facing. They did not turn aside when, when they went their whole body with their back, with their hands, their wings, and their Wheels that the four had were full of eyes all around. As for the wheels, they were called, in my hearing, wheel. Each one had four faces. The first face was like the face of a cherub. The second face, the face of a man. The third face was of a lion. The fourth face of an eagle. The cherubim were lifted up. This was a living creature Ezekiel saw at the river Shabar. I have within... Parentheses, I mean brackets, that the first vision Ezekiel had, he was referring to that, that they were the same. When the cherubim went, the wheels went beside them. When the cherubim stood still, the wheels stood still. And when one was lifted up, the other lifted itself up, for the spirit of the living creature was in them. Then the glory of the Lord departed from the threshold of the temple and stood over the cherubim. The cherubim lifted their wings and mounted up from the earth in Ezekiel's sight. When they went out, the wheels were beside them, and they stood at the door of the east gate of the Lord's house, and the glory of the Lord of Israel was above them. This is the living creature he saw in the river Shabar, and he knew they, they were cherubim. Each one had four faces, and each one had four wings. The likeness of the hands of man was under their wings. The likeness of their faces was the same as the faces he had seen in the river Shabar. Their appearances and their persons, they each went straight forward. Revelation 1 through Revelation 8, verses 1 through 4. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about a half hour. John saw seven angels who stand before God were given seven trumpets. Another angel having a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. The smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints 
ascended before God from the angel's hand. Revelation 9, 11, they had a king over them, the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, but in Greek, his name was Apollyon. Revelation 18, verse 1, after these things, John saw another angel coming from heaven, having the great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. Revelation 19, verse 9 through 10, then he, which is angel, said to me, right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to John, these are the true sayings of God. John fell at his feet to worship him, but he said to John, see that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The reason it's in there twice is John did it twice to two different angels. Revelation 15, 6, John saw that the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was open. Out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues, clothed in pure bright linen with their chests girded with golden bands. Revelation 17, verse 7 through 8, one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls of the wrath of God who lives, lives forever and ever. The temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no one ha was able to enter the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were com completed. Revelation 16, verse 1, John heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the Seven angels, go and pour out the bowls of the wrath of God on earth. Revelation 16, verse 2, the first, he's talking about angel, went out and poured out his bowl upon the earth, and a foul and loathsome sore came upon the men who had the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. Within brackets, I have angel information analysis. Both the book of Ezekiel and Revelation have consistent information related to angels, although Ezekiel calls them cherubs and cherubim. Ezekiel describes their movement and has more details, which makes them sound similar to the living creature. The next topic is description of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Revelation 1, verses 10 through 11, John was in the spirit of the Lord's day when he heard a loud voice behind him like a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. What you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches in Asia, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea or Laodicea or something like that. Ezekiel 10 verses 2 through 5, then he which is God spoke to the man clothed with linen and said, go in among the wheels under the cherub, fill your hands with coals of fire from among the cherubim and scatter them over the city. He went in as I watched. Now the cherubim were standing on the south side of the temple when the man went in and the cloud filled the inner court. Then the glory of the Lord went up from the cherub and paused over the threshold of the temple and the house that was filled with a cloud and the court was full of brightness of the Lord's glory. The sound of the wings of the cherubim was heard even in the outer court like the voice of the Almighty God when he was when he speaks. Revelation 1 verses 12 through 16, John turned to see the voice that spoke with him and saw seven golden lampstands. In the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man clothed with a, and then when it says Son of Man this way, it's capital S, capital M, so that's speaking of Jesus when it's like that. And when it's lowercase m, then it's usually talking about other people, sometimes prophets and stuff. 
clothed with a garment down to the feet and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white as snow and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like grass, as if refined in a furnace and his voice as the sound of many waters. Jesus had in his right hand seven stars out of his mouth, went seven stars and out of his mouth went a two-edged sword. His countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. Ezekiel 8, verses 1 through 3, and it came to pass in the sixth year and the sixth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I sat, as Ezekiel sat in his house with the elders of Judah, sitting before him, that the hand of the Lord God fell upon him there. Ezekiel looked, and there was a likeness like the appearance of fire, from the appearance of his waist and downward fire, and from his waist and upward like the appearance of brightness, like the color of amber. Revelation 5, verses 13 through 14, and every creature which is in heaven on earth and under it, such as were in the sea and all that were in them, he heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. The 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever. Ezekiel 1, verses 25 through 28. A voice came from above the firmament that was over, and it's over the heads of the four living creatures. Whenever they stood, they let down their wings above the firmament, over their head was the likeness of a throne in the appearance like a sapphire stone. And on the likeness of the throne was a likeness of the appearance of a man high above it. Also from the appearance of his waist and upward, he saw as it were the color of amber with the appearance of fire all around within and from the appearance of his waist and downward, he saw the appearance of fire with brightness all around, like the appearance of a rainbow and a cloud on a rainy day. So was the appearance of the brightness all around it. And this was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So when he saw it, he fell on his face and heard a voice of one speaking. And the one is capitalized, so speaking about God. I mean, the, the O on one is capitalized. Uh, Revelation 2.18, John writes to the church of Thyatira, These things says the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire and his feet like fine brass. Revelation 19.11, John saw the heaven opened and behold a white horse, and he who sat on him was called faithful and true and and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe and dipped in the blood, in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Revelation 19, verses 14 through 16. The armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations. He himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. He has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Within brackets, the description of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit analysis. Both the book of Ezekiel and Revelation are consistent in describing God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Next topic. Babylon or other wicked cities. Revelation 14, verse 8. 
Another angel followed, saying, Babylon, that great city has fallen because she makes all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of their fornication. Ezekiel 7, verses 10 through 14. Behold the day. Behold, it has come. Doom has gone out. The rod has blossomed. Pride has budded. Violence has risen up, risen up into the rod of wickedness. None of them shall remain, none of their multitude, none of them, nor shall there be wailing for them. The time has come, the day draws near. Let not the buyer rejoice, nor the seller mourn, for wrath is on their home, on their whole multitude, for the seller shall not return to what has been sold, though he may still be alive, for the vision concerns the whole multitude, and it shall not turn back. No one shall will strengthen himself who lives in iniquity. They have blown the trumpet and made everyone ready, but no one goes to battle, for my wrath is on all their multitude. Revelation 16, verses 19. The great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon was remembered before God to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Ezekiel 22, verses 1 through 9. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel, saying, Now, son of man, Will you, will you judge? Will you judge the bloody city? Yes, show her all her abominations and say, Thus says the Lord, the city sheds blood in her own midst, that her time may come, and she makes idols within herself to defile herself. You have become guilty by the blood which you have shed and defiled yourself with the idols which you have made. You have caused your days to draw near and have come to the end of your years. Therefore, I have made you a reproach to the nations and a mockery to all countries. Those near and those far from you will mock you as infamous and full of tumult. Look, the princes of Israel, each one has used his power to shed blood in you. And you, they have made light and of father and mother, and in your midst they have oppressed the stranger. In you, they have mistreated the fatherless and the widow. You have despised my holy things and profaned my Sabbath. And you are men who slander to cause bloodshed. And you are those who eat the mountains and in your midst they commit lewdness. Revelation 18 verses 1 through 3. After these things, John saw another angel coming from the heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. He cried mightily, saying loudly, Babylon the great has fallen and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. All the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth have become rich through her, through the abundance of her luxury. Ezekiel 6 verses 9 through 14. Then those of you who escape will remember me among the nations where they are carried captive because I was crushed by their adulterous heart, which has departed from me by their eyes, which play the harlot after their idols. They will loathe themselves for the evils which they committed in all their abominations. And they shall know that I am the Lord. I have not said in vain that I would bring this calamity upon them. Thus says the Lord God, pound your fists and stamp your feet and say, alas, for the evil abominations of the house of Israel. For they shall fall by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence. He who is far off shall die by the pestilence. He who is near shall fall by the sword. And he who remains is and is besieged shall die by famine. This will I spend my fury upon them. Thus will I spend my fury upon them. 
Then you shall know that I am the Lord. With when their slain are among their idols, all around their altars, on every hill, on every mountaintop, on all the mountaintops, under every green tree and every thick oak, wherever they are offered sweet incense to all their idols. So I will stretch out my hand against them and make the land desolate. Yes, more desolate than the wilderness toward Dibla and all their dwelling places. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. Revelation 18 verses 4 through 16. John heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her. My people lest you share in her sins and lest you receive of her plague. For her sins have reached to heaven and God has remembered her iniquity. Render to her as she did to you but repay her double because she glorified herself and lived luxuriously in the same measurement measure. Give her torment and sorrow for she says, I sit as a queen and will not see sorrow. Therefore her plague will come in one day and death and mourning and famine. She, which is the city of Babylon, will be utterly burned with fire for strong is the Lord God who judges her. The kings of the earth who committed fornication and live luxuriously with her will Weep and lament for her, and when they see the smoke of her burning, say, Alas, that great city Babylon, the mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. The merchants will weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their mer merchandise of gold, silver, precious stones, pearls, etc. It goes on for like 20 more verses of details of the things that, um, that the merchants are mourning over. Uh, Ezekiel 7 verses 12 through 19, the time has come, nay, the day draws near, let not the buyer rejoice, nor the seller mourn, for wrath on their whole multitude, for the seller shall not return to what has been sold, though he may still be alive, for the vision concerns the whole multitude, and it shall not turn back, and nay, it shall not turn back. No one will strengthen himself who lives in iniquity. They have blown the trumpet and made everyone ready. But no one goes to battle, for my wrath is on all their multitudes. The sword is outside, and the pestilence and famine within. Whoever is in the field will die by the sword, and whoever is in the city, famine and pestilence will devour him. Those who survive will escape and be on the mountains like doves of the valleys, all of them mourning, each for their his iniquity. Every hand will be feeble, and every knee shall be as weak as water. They will be they will also be girded with sackcloth. Horror will cover them as water. They, no, horror will cover them. Shame will be on their face, baldness on their heads. They will throw their silver into the streets and their gold will be like refuse. Their silver and their, their gold will not be able to deliver them. In the day of the wrath of the Lord, they will not satisfy their souls nor fill their stomachs because it became their stumbling block of iniquity. Revelation 18, verses 21 through 22, a mighty angel took up a stone like the great millstone and threw it to the sea, saying, Thus with violence the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found anymore. The sound of harpists, musicians, flautists, Trumpeters shall not be heard in you anymore. No more craftsmen of any craft shall be found in you anymore. The sound of a millstone shall not be heard, heard in you anymore. I have etc. because it goes on and on and on for lots of verses telling all the things that won't be heard in that city anymore because God's going to destroy it for 
corrupting people. But the thing is, is if you want to read all of that in its entirety from Revelation, it's at the bottom in the table if you get online. Or it's in the end of the Bible. Revelation 9, verses 7 through 11. Then he which is God said to them, defile the temple and fill the courts with the slain. Go out. And they went out and killed the city. So it was that while they were killing them, I, which is Ezekiel, was left alone and fell on my face and cried out and said, Ah, Lord God, will you destroy all the remnant of Israel in, puring, in pouring out your fury on Jer Jerusalem? Then he said to me, which is he said to Ezekiel, the iniquity of the house of Israel and Judah is exceedingly great, and the land is full of bloodshed and the city full of perversity. For they say, the Lord has forsaken the land and the Lord does not see. And as for me, also my eye will neither spare, nor will I have pity, but I will recompense their deeds on their own head. Just then the man clothed with linen who had the inkhorn at his side reported back and said, I have done as you commanded me. Revelation 18 verse 24, in her was found the blood of prophets and saints and all who were slain on the earth. Revelation 19 verses one through three. After these things, John heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God for true and righteous are his judgments because he has judged the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication and he was avenged on her he has avenged on her the blood of his servants and shed by her again they said alleluia her smoke rises up forever and ever within brackets babylon and or any other prep city analysis although both the book of ezekiel and revelation are very consistent i'm not going to analyze them any further i received some unrequested literature in the mail that stated that babylon that is to be destroyed is the vatican i can't tell you for sure but i really think that what is in the bible is an analogy speaking of babylon in relation to all corrupt cities merchants etc that lead others astray and away from their focus in christ our lord and his commandments i went to your dictionary.com at https colon double backslash examples e x a m p l e s dot your dictionary y o u r d i c t i o n a r y dot com slash analogy a n a l o g y hyphen not underscore but hyphen e x dot html i got the following information that explains what an analogy is and it says analogy examples but i didn't count copy all the examples, I just wanted the definition. At its most basic, an analogy is in a comparison of two things to show their similarity. Sometimes the things being compared are quite similar, but other times they could be very different. Nevertheless, an analogy explains one thing in terms of another to highlight the ways in which they are alike. Again, within brackets, again, though, I can't tell you for sure. I think the information in this book of the Bible about Babylon is an example of all corrupt cities, merchants, etc., who lead people astray. Does it matter that I don't have a definitive answer for this or for the other information I related to the literature I received in the mail? No, it doesn't. I will explain further after the analysis note within the end of the world prediction analysis. What the Bible says some of the signs mean. Revelation 1, 19 through 20, write the things which you 
have seen and the things which will take place after this. The mystery of the seven stars, which you saw in my right hand, are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven golden lampstands are the seven churches. Revelation 5, verse 6. John saw in the midst of the throne and the four living creatures in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Revelation 18 verses 9 through 18. And I have in brackets, the angel tells John, here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are the seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings, five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. When he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seven and is going to perdition. The ten horns are ten kings who have received no kingdom yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are all of one mind, and they give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb, and the lamb will overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and king of kings, and those who are with him are called chosen and faithful, the angel told John. The waters which you saw where the harlot sits are the peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. The ten horns you saw on the beast, these will hate the harlot and make her desolate, naked, and her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put into their hearts to fulfill his purpose to be of one mind and to give her the kingdom, to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. The woman whom you saw is the great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. Revelation 16 verses 12 through 16, the sixth angel poured out his bowl of, on the great river Euphrates and its water was dried up and that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. John saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are, and I put that in brackets because it made more sense, spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I am coming. As a thief, blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. They gathered them together in the place called Hebrew Armageddon. Revelation 18, verses 9 through 18. And I have within brackets, the angel tells John, here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings, five have fallen. One is and the other has not. Give me a second. That is the exact same one I had before, so I won't read it to you a second time. Besides, I think it's again when I read you the end of world prediction. Within brackets, I have, I put what the Bible said these signs mean, so there is no analysis on this topic. The end of the world predict, the next topic is the end of world predictions or consequences for the destruction of the wicked. Revelation 6, verse 2, within brackets, I have first seal. He looked, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on it had a, a bow, and a crown was given to him. He went out to conquer and to conquer. He went out conquering and to conquer. Re Revelation 
six, verse four, I have within brackets, second seal, a fiery red horse went out and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another and there was given him a great sword. Revelation six, verses, verse six, I have within brackets, third seal. He heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius and do not harm the oil and the wine. Ezekiel 14 verses 21 through 21. For thus says the Lord God, how much more it shall be when I send my four severe judgments of Jerusalem, the sword and famine and the wild beasts and the pestilence to cut off man and beast from it. Yet behold, there shall be left in it a remnant who will be brought out both sons and daughters, surely they will come out to you and you will see their ways and their doings. Then you will be comforted and concerning the disaster that I have brought upon Jerusalem and all that I have brought upon it. They will comfort you when you see their see and their doings and you will shall know that I have done nothing without cause that I have done in it, says the Lord God. Revelation 6 verse 8, this is the fourth seal. Therefore, as I live, says the Lord God, surely because you have defiled my sanctuary with all your. What? Oh, I skipped. Okay. Revelation 6, verse 8. This is the fourth seed. Seal. He saw a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was death, and Hades followed with him. Power was given to them over one quarter of the earth to kill with the sword, with hunger, with death, and with beasts and the earth. With beasts of the earth. I didn't read the emphasis right. Ezekiel 5, verses 11 through 17. Therefore, as I live, says the Lord God, surely because you have defiled my sanctuary with all your detestable things and with all your abominations, therefore I will also diminish you. My eye will not spare, nor will I have any pity. One third of you shall die of the pestilence and be consumed with famine, and in your midst, and one third shall fall by the sword all around you, and I will scatter another third to all the winds, I, and I will draw out a sword after them. Thus shall my anger be spent, and I will cause my fury to rest upon them, and I will be avenged, and they will no, shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken in my zeal when I have spent my fury upon them. There, moreover, I will make you a waste and a reproach among the nations that are all around you, in the sight of all who pass by. So it shall be a reproach and a taunt and a lesson and an astonishment to the nations that are all around you when I execute judgments among you in anger and in fury and in furious rebuke. I, the Lord, have spoken. When I send against them the terrible arrows of, arrows of famine, which shall be for destruction, which I will send to destroy you. I will increase the famine upon you and cut off your supply of bread. So I will send against you famine and wild beasts and they will bereave you. Pestilence and blood shall pass through you and I will bring the sword against you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Revelation 6, verses 9 through 11. This is the fifth seal. When he opened the fifth seal, John saw under the... John didn't open the fifth seal. He, the person that opened it, and John saw it. John saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. They cried with a loud voice saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge your blood on those who dwell on the earth? Then a white robe was given to each of them, 
and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were was completed. Ezekiel 7 verse, verses 1 through 4. The word of the Lord came to Ezekiel saying, And you sent a man, thus says the Lord God, to the land of Israel, an end. The end has come upon the four corners of the land. Now the end has come upon you, and I will send my anger against you. I will judge you according to your ways, and I will repay you for all your abominations. My eye will not spare you, nor will I have pity, but I will repay your ways, and your abominations will be in your midst. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Revelation 6, verses 12 through 17, this is the sixth seal. John looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood. The stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty hand, wind. The sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. The kings of the earth, great men, rich men, commanders, mighty men, every slave and every man, Three men hid themselves in the caves and the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? Ezekiel 6, 1 through 8. The word of the Lord came to Ezekiel, saying, Son of man, set your face toward the mountains of Israel and prophesy against them and say, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God to the mountains, to the hills, to the ravines and to the valleys, indeed, I, even I, will bring a sword against you and I will destroy your high places. Then your altars shall be desolate and your incense altars shall be broken and I will cast down your slain men before your altars, your idols. Sorry. I will lay the corpses of the children of Israel before their idols and will scatter your bones all around your altars and all your dwelling places. The city shall be laid waste and the high places shall be desolate. So your altars may be laid waste and made desolate. Your idols may be broken and may, made to cease. Your incense altars may be cut down and your works may be abolished. The slain shall fall in your midst and you shall know that I am the Lord. Yet I will leave a remnant so that you may have some who escape the sword among the nations when you are scattered through the country. Revelation 7 verses 2 through 8. John saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, and he cried out a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth and the sea and trees till we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. John heard the number of those sealed. 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. 12,000 each of the following tribes were sealed, tribes of Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh, Simeon, Is Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin. Ezekiel 9, 1 through 6. Then he which is God called out to Ezekiel, hearing with a loud voice, saying, Let those who have charge over the city draw near, each with a deadly weapon in his hand. Suddenly six men came from the direction of the upper gate with which faces north, each with his battle axe in his hand, one man among them was clothed in linen and had a rider's inkhorn on his side. They went in and stood beside the bronze altar. The glory of the God of Israel had gone up from the cherub 
where it had been in the threshold of the temple. He called to the man clothed with linen who had the writer's inkhorn at his side. And the Lord said to him, go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem and put a mark on the foreheads of the men who sigh and cry over the abominations that are done within it. The others, he said to in my hearing, go after him through the city and kill. Do not let your eyes spare nor have any pity. Utterly slay old and young men, maidens and little children and women. And but do not come near anyone on whom is the mark and begin at my sanctuary. Do, so they began with the elders who were before the temple. Revelation 7. Verses 9 through 12, after these, John saw a great multitude with no, which no one could number of all the nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes and palm branches in their hands. They were crying with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worship God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Ezekiel 7, verses 5 through 11, that says the Lord God, a disaster, a singular disaster, behold, it has come, an end has come. The end has come, it is dawn for you. Behold, it has come, doom has come to you. You who dwell in the land, the time has come. A, a day of trouble is near and not of rejoicing in the mountains. Now upon you I will soon pour out my fury and spend my anger upon it, you. I will judge you according to your ways and I will repay you for all your abominations. My eye will not spare, nor will I have pity. I will repay you according to your ways and your abominations will be in your midst. Then you shall know that I am the Lord who strikes. Behold the day. Behold, it has come. Doom has gone out. The rod has blossomed. Pride has budded. Violence has risen up into the rod of wickedness. None of them remain. None of their multitude, none of them, nor shall there be any wailing for them. Revelation 7, verses 13 through 14. One of the elders answered John, saying, Who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? John told him that he... He, the angel knew. So he told John, these are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and walk and are washed, have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Revelation 8 verses 5 through 7, 5 through 6. This is the seventh seal. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar and threw it to the earth. There were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. So the seven angels sounded who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to, to sound. Revelation 8, verse 7, this is the first angel sounded, and hail and fire followed, mingled with blood, and they were thrown to the earth. One third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. Revelation 8. Verses 8 through 9, the second angel sounded and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea and one third of the sea became blood and one third of the living creatures in the sea died and one third of the ships were destroyed. Revelation 8 verses 10 through 11, the third angel sounded, a great star fell from heaven burning like a torch and fell on one third of the rivers and springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood and one third of the water became Woodwork warm wood and many men died in the water because it was made bitter 
died from the water. Revelation 8, verses 12 through 13, the fourth angel sounded, one-third of the sun was struck, one-third of the moon, and one-third of the stars were struck. So one-third, one-third, one-third is three-thirds, but it is because of that, one-third of the day did not shine, and likewise the night. John looked and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blasts of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. Revelation 9, verses 1 through 4, the fifth angel sounded, and John saw a star fallen from heaven to the earth. To him was given the key to the bottomless pit. He opened the bottomless pit, and smoke arose out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace. So the sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke of the pit. Then out of the smoke locusts came upon the earth, and to them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. They were commanded not to harm the grass of the earth or any green thing or any tree, but only those men who do not have the seal of God in their forehead. Revelation 9 verses 10 through 12. They had tails like scorpions and there were stings in their tails. Their power was to hurt men five months. They had a king over them, the angel of the test, uh, the angel of the bottomless pit whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, but in Greek, he has the name Apollyon. One woe is past. Behold, behold, still two more woes are coming after these. Revelation 9, verses 13 through 21, the sixth angel sounded, and John heard a voice from the four horns of the four golden of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who has the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and the day and the month and the year were released to kill one third of mankind. John heard the number of the army of horsemen was 200 million. He saw the horses in the vision. Those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue and sulfur yellow. And the heads of the horses were like the heads of lions and out of their mouths came fire, smoke and brimstone. By these three plagues, one third of mankind was killed by the fire and smoke and brimstone which came out of their mouths. For the power is in their mouths and tails, for their tails are like serpents having heads, and with them they do harm. The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands, that they should not worship demons and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts. John, no, Revelation 10 verses 1 through 11. John saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was on his head. His face was like the sun and his feet like pillars of fire. He had a little book open in his hand and he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roars. When he cried out, seven thunders under, uttered their voices. When the seven thunders uttered their voices, John was about to write, but heard a voice saying to him, Seal up the things with the seven, which the seven thunders uttered, and do not write them. The angel John saw standing on the sea and on the land, raise up his hand to heaven and swore by him who lives forever and ever, created heaven and the things that are in it, and the earth and the things that are in it, and the sea and the things that are in it that there should be delay no longer, but the days 
of the sounding of the seventh angel when he is about to sound the mystery of God would be finished as he declared to his servants the prophets. Then the voice that he heard from heaven spoke to him and again and said, go take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the sea and on the earth. So John went to the angel and said to him, give me the little book. And he said to John, take it and eat it and it will make your stomach bitter, but it will make be as sweet as honey in your mouth. Then John took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it and it was sweet as honey in his mouth. But when he had eaten it, his stomach became bitter. He said to John, you must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, and tongues, and kings, but leave out the court, which is outside the temple, and do not measure it, for it has been given to the Gentiles, and they will tread the holy city underfoot for 42 months. Revelation 13, verses 3, no, Revelation 11, verses 3 through 6, I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands standing before the God of the God of the earth. Capital G God. So that's our Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, and Savior. Um, if anyone wants to harm them, fire proceeds from their mouth and devours their enemies. If anyone wants to harm them, he must be killed in this manner. These have power to shed heaven so no rain falls in the days of of their prophecy and they have power over waters to turn them to blood and to strike the earth with all the plagues as often as they desire. Revelation 11 verses 7 through 12. When they finish their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit will make war against them, overcome them and kill them. Their dead bodies will, this is the bodies of the witnesses, they will lie in the street of the great city which Spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Then those from the people, tribes, tongues, and nations will see their dead bodies three and a half days and not allow their dead bodies to be put into graves. Those who dwell on the earth will rejoice over them, make merry, and send gifts to one another because these two prophets tormented those who dwell on earth. After three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet, and great fear fell on those who saw them. And they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. And they ascended to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies saw them. Revelation 11, verses 13 to 14. In the same hour, there was a great earthquake, and one-tenth of the city fell. In the earthquake, 7,000 people were killed. And the rest were afraid and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe was passed. Behold, the third woe is coming quickly. Revelation 11, 5, verses 15 through 19. The seventh angel sounded loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. Twenty-four elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshiped God saying, we give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and was and who is to come. Because you have taken your great power and reign, the nations were angry and your wrath has come and the time of the dead, that they should be judged, that you should reward your servants, the prophets and the saints and those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. Then the temple of God was opened in heaven and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. There were lightnings and noises and thunderings and earthquake and great hail. Revelation 12 verses 1 through 6. A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with sun 
with the moon under her feet, and on her head was a garland of twelve stars. Then being with child, she cried out in labor and pain to give birth. Another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems, which are crowns, on his head. His tail drew one-third of the stars in heaven, of heaven and threw them to the earth. The dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour the child. The word child has a capital C, so he's talking about Jesus. As soon as he was born, she bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. Her child was caught up to God and his throne. The, the woman fled into the wilderness where she was has a place prepared by God that they should feed her there 1,260 days. Revelation 12, verses 7 through 9. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. I mean, Satan was cast out and there's no, had no place in heaven any longer. The great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called devil and Satan to deceive the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. So basically he's telling you that, that Satan used to be an angel of God, but he wanted to be more powerful and than God and had an evil soul that he did evil things to try to become more powerful for God and he was cast he and his evil followers were cast out of heaven. Okay. Um Revelation twelve verses twelve through seventeen. Rejoice, O heavens. And you who dwell in them, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. When the dragon saw that he had been cast out to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child, which is Jesus. The woman had, was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly to the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the presence of the serpent. The serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman. Then he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. But the earth helped the woman and the earth opened his, its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spewed out of, its, out of his mouth. The dragon was enraged with the woman and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring, which are Christians, who keeps the commandments who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 13, verses 1 through 10. John stood on the sand of the sea and saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, each with a crown on his, on his heads with blasphemous names. The beast he saw was like a leopard, his feet were like the feet of a bear, his mouth like a lion. The dragon gave him power, his throne and great authority. He saw one of the heads had been mortally wounded and his deadly wound was healed. All the world marveled and followed the beast. They worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast and worshiped the beast saying, who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? He was given a mouth speaking great things, blasphemous, and was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth 
and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb, claimed from the foundation of the world. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Revelation 13, verses 11 through 18. John saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. He exercises all authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes the fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. He deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast and it should, should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image and the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive the mark on their right hand or on their forehead that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man whose number is 666. That's where the 666 comes from. Revelation 14, verses 1 through 5, John saw a lamb standing on Mount Zion with him, 144,000, having his father's name written on their forehead. Revelation 14, verses 6 through 7, John saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made heaven and earth and the sea and springs of water. Revelation 14, verses 9 to 11. Then a third angel followed, saying, If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives his mark on his forehead or his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels in the presence of the Lamb. The smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night to worship the beast in his image, whoever receives the mark of his name. John heard a voice from heaven saying to him, Right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on, that they may rest from their labors and works follow them, says the Spirit. He saw a white cloud with one like the Son of Man sitting on it, having a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle on his hand. Another angel came out of the temple crying with a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud. Thrust in your sickle and reap the time has come for you to reap uh, on the clouds. Nah. I lost my spot. Start sickle in his hand. Another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him who sat on the clouds, thrust in your sickle and reap, for the time has come for you to reap. And it says it twice. I wasn't wrong. For the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. 
Ezekiel 34, verses 20 through 22. Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I myself will judge between the fat and the lean sheep, because you have pushed with side and shoulder, butted all the weak ones with your horns and scattered them abroad. Therefore, I will save my flock and they shall no longer be prey, and I will judge between sheep and sheep. Revelation 14, verses 19 through 20. So the angel thrust his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and threw it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. The winepress was trampled outside the city and blood came out of the winepress of the wrath of God to the horse's bridles for 1,600 furlongs. Revelation 15, verses 1 through 2. John saw another sign in heaven. Great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them the wrath of God is complete. He saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire, and those who have the victory over the beast and his image and his mark and over the number of his name, standing on the sea of glass, having harps of God. Revelation 16:2. The first angel went and poured out his bowl upon the earth and a foul and loathsome sore came upon the men who had the mark of the beast and those who worshiped his image revelation 16 3 the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea and it became blood as the dead as of a dead man and every living creature of the sea died revelation 16 verses 4 through 7 the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and the springs of the water and they became blood. He heard the angel of the water saying, You are righteous, O Lord, the one who is and who was and who is to be, because you have judged these things, for they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink, for it is their just due. He heard another from the altar saying, Even so, Lord, God Almighty, true and righteous are your judgments. Revelation 16, verses 8 through 9, the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun and power was given to him to scorch men with fire men were scorched with great heat and they blasphemed the name of god who was given power over these plagues and they did not repent and give him glory and it's interesting in some of these verses that even though god has these big things so people could possibly turn from their evil ways and realize that they need to pray and have faith in christ their savior they do not repent Revelation 16:10. Um, the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast and his kingdom because of became full of darkness and they gnawed their tongues because of the pain. They blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and did not repent of their deeds. Revelation 16:12 verses 13, 12 through Revelation 16, verses 12 through 16. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up, so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. John saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are, I have the in parentheses so it makes sense, spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. They gathered them together to the place called in Hebrew Armageddon. Revelation 16, verses 17 through 21. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out 
of the temple of heaven from the throne saying it is done. And, and there were noises and thunderings and lightnings and there was a great earthquake, such a mighty and great earthquake as had not occurred since men were on the earth. The great city was divided into three parts and the cities of the nations fell. And the great Babylon was remembered before God to give her the cup of wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Then every island fled away and the mountains were not found. Great hail from heaven fell upon men, each hailstone about the weight of a talent. Men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, such since that plague was exceedingly great. Revelation 19 verse 6. John heard the voice as it were of a giant of a great multitude as the sound of many waters and as the sound of mighty thundering saying, Hallelujah for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Revelation 19 verses 19 through 21. John saw the beast kings of the earth, their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. Then the beast was captured and with him the false prophets who worked signs in his presence by which he deceived those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. The rest were killed with swords, which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse. All the birds were filled with their flesh. Revelation 20 verses 1 through 6. John saw the angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and great chain in his hand. He, sat, he laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for 1,000 years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him so that he should deceive the nations no more till the 1,000 years were finished. But after these things, he must be released for a little while. John saw thrones and they sat on them and judgment was committed to them. Then he saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They lived and reigned with Christ for 1,000 years. The rest of the dead did not live again until the 1,000 years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such, the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall priest of God and Christ. The Anshal didn't belong to Revelation 20 verses 7 through 10. Then uh, 1,000 years have expired. Satan shall be released from his prison for uh, and will go to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, whose number is as the sand of the sea. They went up on the breadth of this earth and surrounded the camps of the saints and beloved city. Fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Revelation 20, verses 11 through 15. Then John saw a great white throne and him who sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. There was found no place for them. He saw the dead and small and great standing before God and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to their works 
But the things which were written in the books, the sea gave up the dead who were in it, and the death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. They were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the, the lake of fire. Revelation 21, verses 1 through 7. John saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, which is John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. He heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every fear from their tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, no crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. He said to John, Write, for these words are true and faithful. He said to John, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Revelation 21, verse 8, but the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, abominable murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Revelation 22, verses 1 through 7, he, which is the angel, showed John a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of the st its street, and on either side of the river, was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. There shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They shall need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Then he said to John, These words are faithful and true. The Lord God of this whole, of the holy prophet sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Revelation 22, verses 11 through 17, he says to John, Do not seal the words of this prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with him with me to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs, sorcerers, sexually immoral, murderers, and idolaters, and whoever loves and practices a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. And let him who hears say, come. And let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires him, let him take the water of life freely. Revelation 22, verses 18 through 20. These are the last two verses in the 
of the Bible. For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. If anyone takes and if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He who testifies of these things says, surely I am coming quickly. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. And this is the end of the world. Okay, within brackets. The end of the world predictions analysis follows this analysis note. So this is my analysis note. Okay, in analyzing these Bible passages for consistencies and inconsistencies, it's important to realize the following. The Apostle John was specifically selected by God to share the prophecy in the revelation of Jesus Christ. Revelation was focused on sharing the end of world prophecy so that people should take heed and change their lives and be to be aligned with faith in Jesus Christ, their Savior. Ezekiel was specifically selected by God to share prophecy on a multitude of things, some current, some soon, some later, and some end of the world prophecy. Ezekiel's prophecy covered but isn't limited to the end of world prophecy. The book of Ezekiel who also warned the people of the following countries and cities to change their wicked ways. Israel, Jerusalem, Chaldea, Samaria, Syria, Egypt, Ammon, Babylon, Tyre, Mount Seir, S-E-I-R, Gog, the land of Magog, Rosh, Meshesh, M-E-S-C, no, M-E-S-H-E-C-H, Tubal, Philistia, Moab, and Edom. The book of Ezekiel also was focused on sharing a variety of information from God so that people would take heed and change their lives to be aligned with faith in Jesus Christ, their Savior. Within brackets, it is my opinion in that the revelation of Jesus Christ is only focused on end of world prophecy and the book of Ezekiel covers a wide range of topics. As noted above, it would be unreasonable to expect the passages in the book of Ezekiel to have the same level of detail and the same amount of passages focused on end-of-the-world prophecy. Additionally, I am only including the information from the book of Ezekiel that relates to the end-of-the-world prophecy or significantly relates to it in some way. Okay, now we're at the end-of-the-world predictions analysis, and that's within brackets. I am not going to try to interpret all of these end-of-world prediction passages, since many are signs that are open to a vast array of interpretation. I recently got literature in the mail that I hadn't requested that states that the beast of the sea and of the land, the little horn, the dragon, and the antichrist are all related to the pope and the papacy. Is this accurate? Maybe yes and maybe no. I don't know the answer to these things, but I am sharing this so you can be mindful and prayerful to listen to the instincts that Christ alone can give you. So within brackets, in my opinion, as a Christian, I found that what works best for me is not to get too caught up in trying to find literal interpretations or definitive interpretations for things of this nature. I just focus on Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I don't get too overwhelmed by the details that are beyond my comprehension. So within brackets, I will use this as an example. Revelation 21.21 says, The twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. Well, I used to hear people argue about what heaven's going to be like. 
doesn't matter if the streets of heaven are going to be made of pure gold or gold plated or just look like gold. No, none of that is really significant in my opinion. What is significant is that I want to end up in heaven when Jesus calls me no matter what the streets are paved with. The, the way that is possible is not to get caught up in arguments with others that Satan may use to lead us astray. So within brackets, if I focus on Jesus Christ as my Savior, his commandments and what he wants for me, I'm most apt to end up in heaven on the last day. Of course, I'm not perfect, but all my many sins are forgiven as long as I stay focused on Christ who made the ultimate sacrifice for me, and he did it for you too. Remember John 3, 16, 21, when Jesus said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him shall not, should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does not who does the truth, comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. Follow Jesus Christ. This is my last advice. Follow Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world, and he will lead you to salvation. I want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me in my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.